Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey. Hi. 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 How's it going? Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Carista or Carrie, whatever you want to call me. And I'm Shira. And today we are going to chat a little bit about perspectives or shifting them. And first off, just kind of wanted to note that, you know, we each have our own truths, right? We're living our truth right now as we're experiencing it. And sometimes we can find ourselves limiting our own perspectives to our own truths. But the alternative reality is that we all have our own truths that may not necessarily be in alignment with each other. So is it possible that we have three sides to every story? My truth, your truth, and the truth. Which is so funny because I was uh, talking about, or I was using that phrase, there's uh, two sides to every coin. Mm -hmm. And I got corrected in and this was a uh, Steven and he goes, well, actually there's three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you forget about the edge, the outer rim. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I rem- that makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't, I, I totally missed that too. Cause the saying is two sides to every coin. Smarty pants, smarty pants. I know you're <laughs> listening. We love you. So, um, and, and speaking of, of truth, uh, that's also one of those things where there's like that popular saying, uh, the truth doesn't care about your feelings. Mm. So one of the definitions of truth, which I find a little bit hilarious that there could be like a two bullet point definition from, you know, like if you just like dictionary definition of truth or whatever, mm-hmm. you get something like the quality or state of being true as one of those. Wow. So a state of being. Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know. And then you get a fact or belief that is accepted as true. Ooh, Mm -hmm. interesting. Oh, I love how that's said. And that's, that's, that's so true, right? Because words and, you know, perceptions are a mirror of truth, not necessarily the truth. right? Right. So sometimes those mirrors can be distorted, kind of like funhouse mirrors. And those distortions can create distorted perceptions. Yeah. And I like how there are like similar names uh, or or words, right? Like fact. Mm -hmm. Um, So you could have somebody that, 
you know, I don't know, like a scientist or whatever, and they do a study and they discover something and this is now the truth. Well, I mean, think about like yeah. a fact, right? Before scientists were able to visualize using microscopes, you know, different viruses and bacteria, like that was not a real truth. You know, what was it? 150 years ago. Like they were like, you are a wizard and you're making shit up and you are just pretending to be a magician, right? They, they think it's kind of like this, this magic thing and magic is not real, but magic in a sense is just science that is unproven at this point. We just haven't developed the equipment or the ability to perceive these magical qualities Right. So your fallback is perception Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at that point, which is so limited, right? We've got our limited senses, which in this life, it doesn't feel like it's hard to understand that that's a limitation, but it is because what we see is what our brain, you know, is able to receive and comprehend and compute from our eyeballs but that may not be the whole truth because we can't see outside of this 3d reality. Well, cause there's also the, your beliefs, right? Your beliefs mm-hmm. play a big factor into how you see something or how you perceive something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that you've learned or your experiences change and alter your perception of what's true for yourself. Absolutely. Um, which could not be in alignment with how somebody else was trained or learned or raised or believe. Mm -hmm. And so their perception could be completely different than what yours is, even though you're maybe having a a, a co-created experience, Mm -hmm. but you have two different sides of this. Or three. Or three. (laughs) Yeah. So... (laughs) don't shoot me. So I think, you know, man, and this is something that uh, you and I will do little channel sessions. We've got some recordings of this, you know, we'll we'll get to sharing that at some point, but one of it was, um, it was Alistair Mm -hmm. that we talked or he masculine, eh, um, said about the merry-go-round with the kid and, how the perception of what was going on with these different children. And this was like an analogy that they gave, uh, they gave you that Mm -hmm. your perception could be that, Oh, there's three kids co-creating, having a playful experience, but maybe one kid came from uh, a home. I'm trying to remember all this. So one kid came from a home where things are just not great there. This is, this is that kid's escape. So that for that particular kid's, experience is that I'm coming here to escape my other reality that I've got going on and have, and have a good time. And one kid could come from like a home that is, you know, beautiful and perfect and everyone's getting along and there's no issues and things like that. And so it's just another day of play. So Mm -hmm. now you have two different perceptions of what that situation means to one another. um, Even though you're having a shared experience and just to clarify, Alistair was somebody or um, a, a being that you channeled yeah. uh, a few months back. 
and again, that was a, just a, you and I one-on-one thing, but that was a really cool thing. And, and thank you for bringing that back forward. Yeah. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't so, sure I was, I was ever going to talk about that here, but you know, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> it was unique. It was interesting. <laughs> so yeah, this whole week has been uh, a test of what are my truths? What are my perceptions of things? I, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. for you and you I know. both. Yeah. Yeah. I celebrated my 41st birthday. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> Two days later, I uh, became a grandma. Yay. Super, super excited about that. I know. I know. And so there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different uh, activities going on and you know, and, uh, and you came over and that was super, super fun. And we hung out in our, you know, in our backyard and, and just played, which was nice. So oh, nice yeah. to just have that playful experience. Um, when we work so much, you know, mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of that. And, uh, there were different perceptions around some of that, you know, like my husband planning this out and, um, inviting some people over. And of course, We've got that thing going on out in the universe at the moment uh, or on our planet at the moment. And so there's some requirements and to um, making sure everyone's protected coming over. And well, they're all healthy and well. And they're all healthy and well. Right. So that uh, required me to have some experiences on everyone's comfort level with doing that. Right. Um, and just to be clear, uh, my husband did ask that everyone took a rapid test and everything. And so some of those that may have not been able to make it, which they could have had plans as Labor Day weekend, right? Like they could have had plans. I could have had a different perception of what the truth was behind that. Like, were mm-hmm. you just not comfortable doing that or, you know, Am Did you I have other plans and something else? Or... Right, right. Then the mm-hmm. question, right. You know, it's like those self-defeating questions. Those almost self-sabotaging. Is <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, and then you have follow-up conversations with like your friends and stuff and you realize that, oh my gosh, they're, they have a completely different thing going on right now and everything's fine and dandy. Like I am, you know, I am definitely loved and, and experience that, you know, throughout my relationships. And so it's just kind of like my, the truth that I created was mm-hmm. something completely different than what the mm-hmm. reality of it was for that other person. And so that's always uh, shifting my perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the phrase that just came to mind was one person's trash is another person's treasure. Mm. This mm-hmm. is so true. Especially right now when we're trying to reduce our consumerism too. Save the planet, you know, like that that's just a whole nother perception. Anyways, I digress. That, that yeah, that's a little <laughs> off topic, but whatever. <laughs> it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> we can <do> <laughs> that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> So why is it even important to consider other people's perception in an event or situation or relationship? 
Well, I mean, for for me, I I have a harder time doing it when I'm in a not so great headspace, and it takes a lot longer for me to just zoom out. Boy, and... I agree with you on that. Oh man, when you're in that lower like vibrational state, when you're exhausted, when you haven't been able to do your self care, when everything outside of you is pulling everything inside of you in 10 different directions at once. Mm-hmm. It, I, I definitely agree. And I, I can relate to struggling to be open to those other perceptions or perspectives. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that, that zooming out effect is definitely one of the best ways, like seeing it from all different angles and why is it beneficial? Because it is not just beneficial for the others that you're not really holding space for them to, you know, have an opportunity to just be in a different aspect of whatever's going on. Right. So say like, it's like, uh, your perception is not great because this could be on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. It could Mm -hmm. be like, you have a fantastic perception of something or that's your now truth. And it wasn't that at all. Like maybe somebody is actually like, no, I wasn't cool about that at all. I just was, did not want to conf- be confrontational in that point. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, really? You know, like, oh, I, I, I totally saw that differently. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or it could be the opposite of polarity. Or it could be the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it really likes to get us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yay, lower dimensions. Um, so... It could be the opposite of that. And you, you could be the one like, what the heck just happened? What did you just say? You know, like you have those moments where you're just like, what did you just say? And the other person's like, oh, dude, no, that, that's not what I said. That's not what, how I meant that, you know? And you're like, well, what I heard and what my truth is, my perception of this is, is, is just this thing. And that didn't make me feel good, you know? And, and a lot of times we don't capture that like right out the gate. Mm-hmm. or we don't express it right out the gate and then it oh, festers and then it festers yeah and then it becomes something way bigger than what it really was because we didn't just come out and say it right then and there and just squash it or right. you know so i think being open to seeing other truths uh and other people's perspectives definitely allows for a little greater understanding of maybe what, where the other person is coming from or feeling or what, where their, you know, experiences may be causing them to be in a different state than you are understanding, you know, or lacking understanding of, but it also allows you to kind of come together and work together to compromise, to help each other understand where each other person is at and is going and trying to come together to uh, collaborate, to improve a situation, events, relationships, outcomes, and possibly even, you know, your future with them. So it, it has an opportunity for creating new awareness and expanding that awareness. Yeah, it does. And how can we practice this understanding or this, uh, well, I guess this practice, really? How can mm-hmm. we practice this practice <laughs> of, <laughs> of being open to alternative truths? Right? right, right. Because first of all, probability, right, is infinite of what different perceptions different realities are, uh, different choices, um, 
the, the probability is vast and great. So rather than just staying in your own head and contemplating all those different probabilities, you're still limiting your view of the potential probabilities of that situation. So being able to have a dialogue and, and have a conversation with the other person about where this feeling came from, where your thoughts, what they were related to, um, it, it can create a better relationship. Uh, lowering, I was hearing lowering uh, your expectations towards the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's definitely something to consider, right? Our expectations can set us up for disappointment. So learning to let go of expectations of how a situation or an event will turn out, you know, releases you from being attached to that. Or even also attempting to feel a more positive outcome. So let's... Sorry, even recognizing that the outcome isn't the most important part of it anyways. Mm, Yep. It's everything in between, you know, from beginning to end. It's, it's that dynamic that, you know, a, a relationship, the conversation, the, you know, um, practicing kindness and compassion and, you know, acceptance, even you may not agree, we can still accept and love despite. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on when, you know, cause I mean, this, again, this is something that I'm I'm still trying to be better at myself, right? The blind leading the blind here. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm sure so many people can relate to this. Like you get into a, uh, into this, like say like a situation happens, like you're having a conversation with somebody or, you know, you're, you're going about your day and you're having an experience and to you, a, a snippet of that experience just feels terrible. Like it doesn't feel good. And your first emotional response is to either react or just, you know, feel bad or whatever. Internalize, Uh, yeah. Internalize, right. And, you know, shifting your perception of, of that situation or trying to even bring your awareness to, okay, how is this all playing out? What are the other sides of this coin, right? (laughs) Um, That doesn't always happen so quickly usually that's something because of our you know beliefs and and uh, training and and everything right like sometimes these emotional states are a lot harder to get to and that zooming out and all this stuff is harder to shift to right out the gate I mean that takes practice right like that's not something that you know if you haven't been practicing this already or this is not part of your natural state of being then it's harder to to shift over to that immediately. And so I think trying to find a way to, like, I've I've heard people say something like, you know, I count to three, right? Like, I'm like, what? (laughs) That fast? That works for you? That works? (laughs) I was like, man, I was just in like an all-American rage. Like, I didn't even... even get there you know like I was like maybe I counted to three days like <laughs> Dublin didn't count that three sounds seconds, like yeah uh, that you know sounds... <laughs> <laughs> I was like what okay um 
but but what are some of the things that we can do to start practicing? You know, like this is just something I'm, I'm actually uniquely interested in. Like, what are some of the things that we can do to start practicing getting and shifting into that, you know, mm-hmm. different state of awareness? Well, I think you really like you hit the nail on the head. Well, higher self hit the nail on the head, you know, because I forget this step all the time. Zooming out. Yeah. You know, you get so focused on this tiny little aspect of shit talking or whatever it is like angry moment or hurtful moment. And then you forget all the different, you know, things that are like intertwined with it. Yeah. (laughs) And how all those different external things are impacting this one tiny little pinpoint spot that you're hyper-focused on. Yeah. We're, so we're totally doing, we're totally doing like jazz hands and like, <laughs> and like finger puppets. So <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, sorry, I'm going to plug that right quick and then you shift on over there to see us, but you know, whatever. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Don't forget to subscribe. Okay. So, <laughs> so zooming out and even taking take a beat and being open to, okay, what other things are impacting this situation that are outside of my immediate awareness and being open to receiving potential information. And, you know, it may not be divulgent in all of the information, but whatever you need to know will be presented. And I I think, you know, this is another tough one for me is in that moment of whatever I'm feeling, my perception is of a situation, finding a way to come back to neutral. So how do we come back to neutral? Yeah. I would say that, I mean, again, this is what I'm still working on, but my biggest one, which doesn't happen immediately. It's not like I'm going to sit there and meditate in the middle of a conversation and just be like, I'm, you know, like you stop talking, I'm going to close my eyes and try to shift my awareness to your different perspectives, right? (laughs) It's going to be all about communication at that point, simply asking the questions without feeling the resentment right off the gate, right? That that's the, that's the best one that I've come up with so far. Like if somebody like irritates me or like, you know, makes me sad or upset in any way, you know, or if I'm not reading the room, right? that happens too, um, then the only thing I can do at that point in order to understand where they're coming from is just simply ask the questions, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Without- I, I got an answer to, to my question. We yeah. choose neutrality. I'm going to choose. <laughs> choose neutrality. What do you mean I'm going to choose? <laughs> right. So like, what if I, what if I just walk into this situation that I know isn't that great or whatever? And like, I've already brought in my own story that I'm telling myself. Thank you, Brene. And like, you know, all that is already up front and center. It's all, it all came with me in this little package. Right. Mm-hmm. So how can I take myself out of that state and just allow this Ooh. to yeah, let me hear it. I want to, I was like, oh, well, light bulb came on. I want to hear this. <laughs> um, so I heard positive affirmations. Yeah. 
And if you don't know what a positive affirmation is, we'll link to a previous episode about, you know, affirmations and affirmations, but it starts with, you know, the creation of the thought in the head, verbalizing it, creating action into it. So changing your mindset. Yeah. So choosing neutrality, right? Stating I am in a space of neutrality. Repeated message to tell yourself on a day-to-day basis until you actually just become that. Mm -hmm. I am calm. Mm -hmm. I am at peace. (laughs) Ta-da. And then the magic happens. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It it takes practice for sure. And and a lot of repetition, you know, um, as, as we were taught as children, you know, in creating patterns, repetition is key. It's so true. If you haven't checked out Joe Dispenza, he does a lot of this work, right? And he used a lot of scientific evidence to back it up. Check him out. He's He's got a lot of content out there as well. That's, you know, I it, it's so interesting to me to just think about all the things that we've trained ourselves to do, all the things that we, you know, we've brought into our own what we've decided to focus on as that thing to be aware of versus the full awareness of everything that is around and all the different perspectives that are occurring at that point in time. And so when we have decided to just stay in our own bubble and you know what, this is my truth. This is, that's all there is to it. Mm. I'm going to stick with that conviction and I'm not going to even try or attempt to understand anybody else's truth. That is stiff thinking. (laughs) meaning it's unmovable (laughs) it's not very pliable and so you're going to get a lot less growth if you're not willing to find some flexibility right if you are a plant under a tree that's grown and out you know overshadowed you and now you need to be flexible and reach outwards outside of the shade to get the sunlight right Mm -hmm. so learning how to um, become a little bit more flexible and something that came to mind was letting go and letting flow, right? Stop fighting the wave rather than riding the wave. Man, and that actually made me think about when, you know, sometimes if like you and I are like, okay, we're going to have a bit of a conversation and we're going to talk about this and and sometimes I'll just sit and be like, okay, I, I literally, I've got nothing and I'm just going to consult with my higher self for a second. I'll mm-hmm. just kind of tell the rest of Mount Glass to step aside for a second. I'm going to focus full, fully on, on higher self. Uh, one of the messages that came through that I wasn't entirely sure what that meant was taking shortcuts. And it's actually starting to make sense now what that means. And that's taking shortcuts on your own, you know, perception of others and by doing so, you're just excluding, and that's normally what happens when you're taking shortcuts, and sometimes they're beneficial. Don't get me wrong. Shortcuts, you know, when you're traveling, that's, that helps. Um, but, like, <laughs> you know, some, when you start taking shortcuts in your relationships and the way you communicate, then the perception mm-hmm. of others and what becomes mm-hmm. the truth of others is not always clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and that can, that can be, you know, tough to, to put into practice. Right. And it can feel like you're over communicating, but sometimes it's needed to over communicate for a while so that the two of you can start to reach an understanding of your communication styles and can start to understand a little bit more 
one person's meaning versus another person's meaning, you know, of the same word. Right. And so semantics can be important or at least making sure that you are, you know, uh, explaining clearly and being open to clarifying questions without, you know, being frustrated or upset. Mm. And I just heard willingness to listen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it, smiling it takes... only because I struggle with that sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> being willing to listen and receive from both sides. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's about, again, collaboration coming together and it takes both sides listening to each other to really collaborate. Right. Yeah, it does. A hundred percent. We're ridiculous. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> Wait, that was the Kool-Aid guy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh. I miss the Kool-Aid guy. Bring him back. <laughs> we just we just don't watch TV with commercials, that's all. <laughs> but what if it just like it was like like a quick pop in in the middle of what you're watching, all of a sudden the Kool-Aid man just like busts out of a wall in the background. You're like, Sorry. See, and that's your perception that that would be fun. That would be fun. There's probably a lot of people listening to this like, what? <laughs> My perception is that was dumb. <laughs> that's my truth and I'm sticking to it. See, mm-hmm. that's me being stubborn, taking shortcuts, mm-hmm. not listening. <laughs> so again, like shifting perspectives, it's not, not about like um, who is right, right? Who is wrong? It's about coming together to try and understand one another so that you can, you know, support each other and love each other and build each other up. It's not about breaking down. It's, it's, you know, again, it's teamwork. I mean, what would that be like if we lived in a world, right? Like, I'm just thinking about this. Like, what would that be like? We live in a world where we remove the good versus bad thought process, the judgmental aspect of it. And we're simply having a conversation from a completely neutral perspective. And everything that you are absorbing, you're just learning and absorbing it. And you're like, huh. And you're having like all these like taught lessons of aha moments of like, that's Mm -hmm. interesting, right? But you're not like in a place of like negative or positive. You're just you're not judging, you're not feeling defensive of your stance. You're just open to hearing. Right. Gosh, that made me, yeah, that just made me think about how much better off this world would be. Like even just coming together, all the different countries over the world, being able to, to talk and just be open to listening about concerns about, you know, the, the, you know, shoot climate change. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Climate change. I mean, religion, like, I mean, what would that be like if you're just like, wow, okay. So you are, your belief Freedom to express. Right. Like your belief is based off of what you've learned on these different aspects. Okay. Fascinating. Right. Like, and and you're just talking about it. You're just having this like back and forth conversation and you're expressing you're wrong or I'm right. right. It's just, Oh, wow. That's really, uh, an interesting perspective or I, I never knew that that was a belief of yours. And you're not pushing your perspective on the other person and trying to get them to change their mind necessarily. Mm. Right. So you're just 
fascinated with the aspects that are occurring. We're so stuck in this like method of communicating in debate style. Oh my gosh. It's so prominent in my life. It's crazy. (laughs) Can we take a break from debating? Who's right? I don't want to debate. Just listen. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe we're all right and we're all wrong, right? We do create our own realities. Maybe we're just living on our own individual reality bubbles. And this is just like, hey, that, oh man, I could go down, I could go down a full on hole with that one. Like, all about <laughs> we, we've we're, got stiffness we've got holes know, <laughs> nobody ever said we were mature about this okay so <laughs> take it or leave it it's up to you have have a good mm. laugh how about that oh that's an interesting perspective right act your age oh man so <laughs> at what point did somebody say by the time you hit this age you don't get to be joking or you're or, not allowed to be playful anymore. You don't be playful anymore and joke around and you can't who said that? Dance in the middle of a rainstorm with no music on. If somebody actually wrote that down somewhere and it's like a public knowledge thing, please link that for us below. Go ahead and throw your comments down. I want to know who who said that. <laughs> <laughs> because that's just another limiting belief that we can't continue to connect to our inner child as we get older or that we shouldn't, right? That's just another form of control to keep us disconnected from that playful, joyful, innocent mindset. Because somebody, I mean, in, in speaking of per- perceptions and, and their truth and other people's truths and your own truth, right? For me, I find it to be more fun to, to laugh. And so I giggle a lot and I'm, you know, and I, obviously we I do. do. I totally <laughs> giggle a lot. And and for me, that's not a bad thing. I'm having, I'm trying to have a good time in that moment. Now, maybe sometimes if someone's like crying and, you know, like, maybe you don't want to laugh. That time. Maybe giggling is not the best time to do that. Or if you do giggle, just express the fact that this is what I do when I'm nervous. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I know use humor as a communicating, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. That was weird. Right. But for the most part, I do giggle and I have heard it with the, I've heard someone say, well, if you giggle, you know, even if you're having a light conversation, then you can come across immature. And I'm like, well, that's your perception of it. Well, you know, that's and, your and truth, if, right? if you look at a different country, right, Russia, Ukraine, if you smile, they think you're an idiot. If you like, this is what I've read. Their wow. culture thinks you're an idiot if you smile for no reason. You're just walking by and just smile at somebody. I, I smile all the time, so I must be a real big idiot in your book, and I'm okay with that. I've never heard that one. I don't know. <laughs> That's something I read. Again, not not that you know everything on the internet is true, obviously. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, my bad. It's not my intention. Um, anyways, uh, you know, one one final point on this playing thing. When children are growing up. At the toddler age, play is considered as one of the most important things that children should be doing, right? It helps them learn how to share. It helps them learn how to communicate. It helps them be able to, you know, manipulate themselves through society. It teaches them these things. So 
when and why are we supposed to stop doing that? They're like, because I think we're supposed to be practicing communicating like always and sharing and working together and teamwork and collaboration. So tell me why play is not important as an adult too. I mean, they built Las Vegas. It is an adult playground, probably then some, but I'm just saying like you built an entire city around adults being able to play. Like this should be a thing, right? Like this should just totally be a thing. I understand that there's times for being serious. We all know that there's, there's definitely times for being serious. Tumbling and playing pretend and you know, like physical movement as play. Oh my God. There's just as exercise. I feel like you showed me this, this TikTok, but uh, this young lady that has this TikTok and she creates these fairy environments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like fairy dinner parties and, you know, she dresses up and, you know, she'll decorate parts of the, you know, the, the forest or the woods by where she lives. And she does all these really cool, like fun, magical things. And it's just it for her, this is her form of expressing playfulness and Mm -hmm. and being in this world that she's just creating and Mm -hmm. I love every minute of that I think that's absolutely fantastic and somebody else's perception could just be like wow she's just like a child or that's crazy (laughs) well you know (laughs) that 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 speaks to you know the limitations that are on your own heart yeah as well and I hope that if you are experiencing limitations in your play and in your perspectives that you are open to playful communication, collaboration, because again, this life, it's not about competition. We've actually already all won. We just may not remember right now. So this is about collaboration, collaborating and co-creation of what it is we want to experience. And be open to the fact that some people's truths may not be yours. And that's okay. And that's okay. Aww. Well, that was fun, y'all. Was. Thanks for all the giggles. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Hope you guys had uh, a good time listening. We will provide some of the links in the show notes below again with the previous episode of affirmations and affirmations and along with some of the other names that were mentioned in uh, the podcast today or in this episode today. We really appreciate you being here and being a part of our journey. We love you all. We love you first. We love you last and we love you always. listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love always
Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.